Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing well. And everybody, welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week is the week of April 12th through April 16th. And um, we had some pretty good uh, storylines this week, right? Yeah, we kind of seem like a blur a little bit, but... (laughs) (laughs) But you said it seems like a blur, huh? Yeah. I I mean, a lot of it had to do about one big storyline, and then there was kind of a little bit sprinkle in, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with both kind of... Both soaps. Yeah, both of them. Okay. So normally, if you're new here, what we do is we talk about the young and the restless first. And then the second half of the show, we talk about the bold and the beautiful. And then we have a segment at the end of the show where it's called Flip the Script. So if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, this is the opportunity to flip that script. Okay. So um, let's go ahead and jump into this. Um, let's see. Okay, so for the young wrestlers of the week of April 12th, Chloe walked out on Chelsea. Victor hid Adam at the Newman Ranch. Victoria tipped Ray off about Adam's whereabouts. Victor confronted Victoria about her betrayal. Ashlyn reneged on his deal with Victor and awarded Syaxeries to Victoria and then Jack ended his relationship with Sally. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like I say, a lot of it is focused around the whole Victor, I mean, the Adam scenario because of Chelsea and all of this. Um, you want to take up the whole thing with Sally this week and Jack? You want to go there first? Sure. Okay. So, um, as we know, Jack ended his relationship with Sally. And what led up to that was pretty interesting. First of all, I think what really set him off was everything coming out about what happened with him. I mean, what happened with her, Summer, and his son, um, Kyle. That was last week. And then to top it off, the whole argument that she got involved with with, uh, Phyllis over. What was your thoughts about all of that? Um. I felt like it was a, I won't say weird, but when he saw, so when he walked in on the argument that she had with Phyllis and mm-hmm. was like, basically like now I'm seeing the real you. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's the thing that caused you to in your relationship with her. Yeah, like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Was that argument? So it just seemed like it to me. It seemed like that was a weak excuse on Jack's part. Yeah. Because I felt like up until then, he was still kind of maybe making excuses for her even mm-hmm. after he found out about um, her blackmailing Kyle. Mm-hmm. So it's like she blackmailed your son, You were, but you were kind of willing to look past that. But right. you heard her argue with Phyllis, which was 
wasn't really a I, I didn't feel like it was that strong of an argument. She was basically just going back and forth with her about, you know, if I wanted to to do something to you, Phyllis, you would know or whatever it was that she said to her. And I'm like, that's that's the thing where you say, I'm, I'm glad I'm seeing the real you. Like that was that didn't make sense to me. That was kind of backwards. It was. I mean, why go through you find out she was blackmailing your son and in the in the back of his mind, he still had an open door towards Sally. Because he actually came back to the Grand Phoenix looking for her, probably to see if they could work it out. Only when he, because he only heard a second part of that conversation. Phyllis started this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the thing is, I don't know, I guess it's because of what she said, because, I mean, Sally did say, like, pretty much, you know, think twice I'm going to basically come after you you know you better watch out you know and Phyllis was like bring it you know I mean so she was at egging it on but the crazy thing is okay so Phyllis finds Sally to be this old crazed wild out problem in GC right Mm -hmm. the craziest thing look, look kidnapping and what she did to felon flow (laughs) Mm -hmm. it it was crazy it was a crime right Mm -hmm. Phyllis got bodies on her and she almost the whole cricket thing I mean we could go back through history so pot here's kettle I mean seriously Um, Mm -hmm. she's so um, judgmental when it comes to Sally when I mean Phyllis has a whole plethora of things hiding bodies doing all kinds of crazy things you know and she can't you know she give you know uh sally a hard time jack comes in on the end of that conversation is like man i now get to see the real you so i guess blackmail was yeah i'm like why how, how would you how could you not think that after you found out she was blackmailing your kid exactly <laughs> that just i don't know that was just so backwards, backwards. Mm-hmm. didn't make any sense to me yeah I, I'm not again I think we had this conversation last week too about regarding Phyllis I am just not liking Michelle Stafford was great prior to Gina and we had this mm-hmm. conversation like I said last week and now her coming back is just over overboard over I don't know how to describe it I mean and some people yeah. don't have issues with it I mean it is what it is you know what I'm saying but um, yeah. yeah, and so- even Summer was like, I hated that Summer caved when she told Summer that um, they broke Jack up. And Sally broke up mm-hmm. because I wanted Summer to continue to tell her, "Stay out of my life." Like I was handling things fine, and you just couldn't mind your business, and you almost lost my job for me. And she and and Phyllis still doesn't see how what she did was too much. Like mm-hmm. no one needed you, no one asked you. Summer didn't ask you to do that. Summer is a grown woman. Like, stop with the I'm always going to protect you because you you are overprotecting and you are stepping you're stepping out of line. Like, just stop. And I, I wanted Summer to, to keep telling her that. So I, I, I hated that when she told her that they broke up, she was like, you're going to thank me now? And it's like, no. Because <laughs> Jack didn't need your help either. Jack was going to he was going to find out what he had what he, you know, what he found out eventually and it just I don't, 
like just stop butting into everybody's lives and worry about your own yeah it's so annoying it is but like you say it just they have a mutual dislike with sally which is why summer cave because summer was Mm -hmm. like you know what just because abc happened we're still on bad terms and then when phyllis said you know well just to let you know jack kicked sally to the curb she was like you can thank me now she was like okay well i guess that makes a difference i'm like what yeah like no don't cave into that (laughs) continue to tell her that she was wrong right (laughs) i mean because what's going to happen is phyllis is now going to feel vindicated on the yeah. fact that she can continue to butt into Summer's life. Yeah. She learned absolutely nothing from that whole scenario. Yeah, nothing. She did, she did not at all. Mm-mm. You know, so. And, you and know, I don't, mm-hmm. and just, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel sorry for, of course, Sally, because there were other things that she said and did unprovoked mm-hmm. to Summer and to Phyllis and to Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, that Jack didn't see. It just mm-hmm. happens the time that he did walk in on her, you know, mouthing off or whatever, getting into it with Phyllis. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, to me, that wasn't really all that serious compared to some of the other stuff that she said to or done to them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I honestly, uh, Sally just needs to walk away. The damage is done. You yeah. know, uh, and I know she's not going anytime, anywhere anytime soon because right now you know the only other person that maybe she could float around to which there's been rumor mills about is Adam yeah and I don't like that simply because like what when we were talking earlier this week mm-hmm. they've, they've put Sharon through all this drama they put Adam through all this drama with you know as mm-hmm. far as their relationships are concerned mm-hmm. to then just hook him up with somebody different like at this point after all of this that they've gone through they may as well just put Sharon and Adam together finally instead of uh, it's like they they always go rounds with them when they're with other people and then when something pans out to where they can actually be together they don't put them together the, and this is what I was trying to explain when we were talking, because I know I kind of confused you a little bit of the only benefit that could come out of this is to make Ray look stupid because mm-hmm. he's going through this probably. And of course, as we'll talk about in this in this show about their breakup of Sharon and Ray. But if, in fact, uh, Adam moves on and decides to, to hang out with Sally and Sharon is just being on her own because Ray obviously is going to expect that once they break up oh yeah they're going to go run into each other mm-hmm. and when it doesn't happen and plus the truth comes out that Chelsea did this that's when I was talking about he's going to be looking stupid because it's like dang maybe they weren't as involved as I thought they were they were just good friends with each other but and, they're I, not. and we know that they're not yeah, but I'm just saying with the redirect with what they're doing, it'll make it look on Ray's face. Oh, because they did this with another particular character. Oh, they did it with Amanda and Billy and Victoria. Yeah. You know, uh, they automatically assume with what Victor said and what um, Victoria thought that now that she's out the way, Amanda and Billy was going to automatically end up together. And she ended up being so wrong because he ended up with Lily. So I'm wondering 
if it would be a similar scenario because they thought, you know, Ray and his haters like, yeah, as soon as I'm out the way, I know they're going to be together. And when all this comes out and Adam ends up hanging around, as they say in the spoiler, with Sally and not with Sharon, and Chelsea was the actual culprit in his poisoning, he's going to look real stupid. The only reason why I don't feel like he'll look stupid is because Adam and Sharon actually do have for real feelings for each other. They've kissed each other. Mm-hmm. They've they've gotten to the point where you think something is going to happen with them and like they're actually fighting their feelings for each other. With Billy and Amanda, they didn't actually... He never cheated or, you know, I don't know if you call kissing cheating. I, I, I Girl, obviously uh, Chelsea thought so. <laughs> yeah, I would consider it cheating like if you're kissing somebody else when you're in a relationship or married or whatever. That didn't happen with Adam and Billy. Like they, they legit nothing was you going mean on. You Amanda? But uh, when you, because you were comparing Amanda and Billy's situation. Oh, okay. Um, so, but we know with Adam, with Adam and Sharon, that there's feelings there and that Sharon can't resist but to, save Adam every time he needs it so I don't feel like I, yeah he's probably going to look a little silly when it comes out that Chelsea actually is the one that's doing all of this but as far as the relationship side of things I don't think he'll look silly with that because it's there is actually something there now whether or not Adam and Sharon end up together that's on them but he's not he's not He's not imagining that they have feelings for each other. They do have feelings for each other. So him breaking up with her, in my opinion, regardless of this situation with Chelsea and, you know, her poisoning him, them being together isn't, it's not working out because Sharon can't get, really get past her feelings for Adam. She's, she's just denying that she has feelings for him. She's not admitting it to herself. And so I don't, I don't think Ray looks stupid in that regard because I think he looks stupid being with her. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Because Sharon doesn't... Sharon is trying to make herself believe that she um, doesn't want to be with Adam, but she does. Otherwise, she wouldn't be having these issues. I think it's... Well, we're not even... We were talking... (laughs) I I think we... Because Sally was in the mix of it because I want to make sure that we tackle that breakup all together at one point. The only reason I think we got Adam into the situation is because of Sally and that whole rumor mill. But if they put the two of them together, um, I'm interested because I, I do I want to see... At first, I thought I wanted to see Sharon and Adam together. A year and a mm-hmm. half ago, I did. Right? Mm-hmm. But... If they're going to put him and Sally together, I think that would be a good chemistry match. They mm-hmm. are both conniving. Sharon is Sharon needs to figure out her what she wants out of her life. I mean, she was on that path for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think she needs to really figure out what she wants, maybe give us some time to herself. I want to see what this Sally and and um, Adam thing looks like. Because remember when Courtney Hope came over to the Young and Restless, we were saying who I'm wondering, because first we would talk about Kyle, 
We even threw Adam in the mix before this whole storyline with her and Jack came to fruition, right? Yeah. So now putting her, because obviously Kyle is now, you know, we'll talk about that storyline. He's engaged. Where's Courtney or Sally, the character, going to go now? Because at this point, she's not pretty much welcome around. You know, Phyllis kicked her out of the hotel. Jack broke up with her. Where are they going to move her towards now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they got to give her some something to chew on or a storyline for her to, you know, if they're going to redirect her away from Jack. So, I mean, the only other available person right now, everybody else is kind of locked up, would be because Chelsea is done. That whole thing is about to implode. She, Melissa Claire Egan, Egan is pregnant. So there probably is her way of writing her out of this storyline for right now. Maybe she go off to jail. This will allow Melissa to have her baby. So, you know, that leaves Adam free. Mm-hmm. That also leaves Sally in the open, too. So I'm kind of curious to see where if they go this route, according to the rumor mill, that would be cool. Right? That would be interesting to me. Yeah, they would definitely be a... Um... I feel like a match made in heaven because they kind of operate the same. I guess. Mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. The only thing I don't, I wouldn't like about it mm-hmm. is I don't want, I don't want Adam to prove Victoria right, and I don't want him to go back down the the path of him being okay. Stop right there. What do you mean by prove Victoria right? I'm curious. Because, That's interesting because Victoria is always talking about how Adam is always scheming. He's mm-hmm. always lying. Oh, about okay. He's always, you, she always tries to paint him in a bad light. Right. Okay. And I don't want, I feel like, um, because Sally is also a schemer. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I feel like Sally would have a negative impact. Oh, to Adam's I got you. I got you. And I don't want, so I don't want Victoria to be able to do that. I told you so to, and not that I care about Victor, but because Victor gets on my nerves, but I hate that part of it to where she can say, I told you so when it comes to Adam. Yeah. And you know who else would jump on that bandwagon is Phyllis because she would be like, oh, yeah, they're perfect for each other, two schemers. And, and the crazy thing about Phyllis, she actually signed up to get into this whole, remember, she got into that whole scheme with him and then she gets on the outside of it. And then want to point the fingers about how bad of a person he is. You was just in bed with him on a scheme not too long ago yourself. So, you know, (laughs) Phyllis is a trip. But, um, yeah, I do. That makes sense when you said proving Victoria right. Because putting Sally in the same space with Adam would create that dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as you say, see, oh, yeah, that's a perfect person. They both are schemers, you know, kind of like how they were saying with him and Chelsea, because Chelsea's a con, you know. So I don't know, but Jack is done with Sally. It'll be interesting to watch how Sally moves forward. She didn't get kicked out of the hotel because now Phyllis's work is done because, remember, she tried to keep her there to keep an eye on her right mm-hmm. now everything is out in the open almost except the baby situation that Kyle has yeah um everything else is out in the open Jack has broken up with her Phyllis is like you can leave 
Yeah. Uh, there's no need for you to be here anymore. What'd you yeah. think about that move? Um, I mean, that was, I, I kind of expected that to, yeah. Mm-hmm. She really has no reason to, to have her around there because she doesn't need to, to keep an eye out for her anymore since she basically got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So, if, honestly, I, I would have told her to get out a long time ago when I found <laughs> out. You know what I mean? When I found mm-hmm. out that you were after my daughter's job and now you're blackmailing her and, and her fiancé. Like, I, it, to me, it wouldn't have been worth it to keep her in the hotel just to keep an eye on her. Because what are you actually seeing? Like, what did she gain from that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She didn't really gain anything from her being there other than her comings and goings and, and who she was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, did you have any more on that scenario? Mm, no. Oh, I I thought it was <clears throat> I thought it was funny watching Gloria try to um, encourage her to 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 keep go- or to go after Jack or mm-hmm. to you know what I mean try mm-hmm. to convince him um, that she wanted a, another chance or whatever it was that she was like. Look yeah. At Gloria. Look at Gloria trying to be. I nice. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, nice. Because <laughs> she wasn't really that nice to Sally when she first got came back to the show. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing is, is that happened. That conversation happened right before Jack walked in because she left uh, society to go back over there, ran into Phyllis, and boom, there's Jack off in the background listening to the whole confrontation. It was a wrap. So, hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's touch on this next storyline, which is the Chloe and Chelsea situation. Chelsea is a piece of work. She mm-hmm. really got overly entitled. She thought that she was the head honcho running everything. And Chloe was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And honestly, <clears throat> I'm glad uh, Chloe st- stood up for herself because she was absolutely right. Chelsea did take advantage of their friendship. You roped this girl. It's one thing if Chloe initially signed up for this. If Chloe, if Chelsea said, you know what, I'm going to set up Adam. I'm going to plant poison. I'm going to do this, do this, you know? And then Chloe said, okay, cool, let's do it. No, you tell her, oh, let's play around. Let's move some trinkets around. And that's about it. Not knowing that the girl was carrying thallium over there. Right. And then you tell her, oh, yeah, by the way, I poisoned Ray and I'm setting up Adam. So are you in, even though you already did whatever you did? Now, to me, at that point, Chloe should have walked away. Because my thing is, she's spending days on end being her caretaker when you got a new baby and a a school-age kid and a whole husband at home. Yeah. It's like, how are you able to do, what are you telling Kevin watching these kids? Oh, can you watch the kids because I'm being Chloe's caretaker? You got to be a caretaker to your own kids. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was extremely selfish of her um, to convince her to move in there and take care, to pretend like she was taking care of her, knowing that she's got small kids at home. And the thing is, if I was Kevin, I'd be like, uh, she needs to hire another nurse. You got kids over here to help me with. You know, I'm not she's I'm not saying that Chloe should have been a stay at home mom and watch your babies. No, I'm not in the dark ages. But what I'm saying is 
is that, you know, I could see Kevin saying, why are you being her medical provider when she has enough money and resources to have another nurse if the other nurse quit? Exactly. And at the very least, I would have been like, if if you're going to be her caretaker, <clears throat> then she needs to move into our house. Exactly. That way you're here with the kids still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even with the even with the living nurse, you know, I guess knowing that, think realizing that Adam isn't there right now, mm-hmm. we'll hire a living nurse. She can come and live over here with us, and then you're still here with the kids, and you know, able to to help me with with our home, and you're not just isolated over there at Chelsea's place. Yeah, you know, and. When Chelsea said, I'm sick and tired of you. You're just so smothering with your ideas. I'm like, oh, that was not a good move. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How you, okay, so you committing a crime. You rope your partner in there who decided to stick with you and ride or die, and then you turn around and call her smothering. Right. She could easily, her, her her husband worked for the GCPD. She could easily run over there and say, you know what, I'm getting my name clear this. I'm going to go tell him what's up and that'll get me out of this and you you want, you done. Exactly. You figure this out on your own. Yeah, she's stupid. <laughs> I mean, she's really, really thinking that she got ownership of this entire case. Ray has been over there twice. Victor has been over there twice, right? Or yep. once? I think twice. he's on- uh, I can only remember the one time oh, without the one time. without Adam. Okay, being there. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like you actually think that you got these people so conned out of their mind. That's how, she really think all these people are stupid. That mm-hmm. they're so blinded, except for Victor. Mm-hmm. But that includes Nick, that includes Ray, or anybody else who are listening. They're so blinded by the hate for Adam that they can't think straight that this girl is conning them right in front of their face. Mm-hmm. You know, now I do think <clears throat> that Ray, that second visit, I thought he picked up on some things. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I felt like he was starting to maybe trying to poke at. Chelsea to see if if he could figure out whether or not she was lying. But you know what? Ray should be paying attention because if he noticed the conversation that Chelsea has, Chelsea should be talking about, oh my God, I'm so excited to see my son, or I'm so excited about being healthy. All mm-hmm. she's talking about is with Ray is Sharon is, I, I can understand how bad you feel because those two, she's trying to play on his worst fears which is Sharon and Adam yeah that's all she's talking about with Ray yeah you know it's not like oh my god did you find him I'm so sorry that this has happened to you there is no empathy about him being poisoned right you know she could are you okay Mm -hmm. okay no I was talking my son oh (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) um there's no empathy on, oh, my God, how are you feeling? I know that I'm trying to get out this chair. You know, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Ray, don't you notice any of that? That she has not brought up the fact of what has happened to you. Mm-hmm. Only the fact that 
you know, those two are destined to be together. They want to be together. I can't believe Adam betrayed me. Me and you are in the same boat because of what Sharon did to you. And it's like, why is she so focused on that? Doesn't yeah. that tell you something? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's definitely starting to see that maybe mm-hmm. she is. In, you know, maybe this was Chelsea after that visit. Yeah, but then I lost a little bit of faith because when he got home talking to Sharon, she was like, why can, Why do you keep defending the SOB? <laughs> That's just because he hates Adam. So regardless. No, so it's like he's trying, his police sense is on the back burner because he hates Adam so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And you know you what? Know. I, I Honestly, I don't blame him because Sharon, mm-hmm. Sharon didn't help in that regard when it comes to Adam. Because mm-hmm. outside of this, there, there was it, it. It does seem like every time Adam is in trouble, there goes Sharon, doing what she can to help him. Or there's, there's always some kind of drama surrounding Adam. So I mm-hmm. understand why you know he he has the issues that he has with him, and why um, he can't he can't stand for Sharon to involve herself in Adam's life there's a clear clearly the the woman is still in love with him mm-hmm. clearly she is so they, they just should have never like we've said before her and her and Ray should never have gotten married and she should have just admitted her feelings about Adam instead of dragging I feel like not really dragging him into it but she convinced Ray that she that there was nothing going on with her and Adam, that she doesn't have feelings for him and that she doesn't want to be with him. She should have just, even if she couldn't admit it to herself and, um, you know, tell Adam that she wanted to be with him, don't drag somebody else into it to cover your feelings for him. Because I feel like that's what she did with Ray. And she kind of used Ray to make everybody else believe that she doesn't want anything to do with Adam romantically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a conversation that you and I have been having since the beginning of this podcast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we started it at the beginning of 2020, this was right because I think Adam came back in the fall of 19. And that's when him and Sharon had that little tete-a-tete, which was one of the hottest scenes that season. And then they just dropped it off. And then, because then they went into the breast cancer storyline and Adam and, and and Sharon wasn't even in the same orbit for months. Because mm-hmm. at one point, he didn't even know the girl had cancer toward the, until toward the end. By that time, we're in the end of 2020 now. Right. So, for a while, they they weren't in the same space. They weren't even talking to each other, which is the period that her and Ray really built a bond once the cancer storyline was over i guess the writers decided hmm let's reinsert this whole thing with adam back into their relationship yeah so we saw a lot of this happen toward very far end of 2020 now into the early part of this year where there's now back and forth and that kiss and the bullying which it tied into the bullying storyline because, you know, some one of the bullies that was bothering Faith took that picture. Mm-hmm. But then it, it's like they made it, it It seemed like the writer said, okay, we're going to throw this kiss out here as a way to bullying. But after that, 
they didn't have any type of sexual connection or intimate connection after that. They pretty much stayed away from each other. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really had them connected um, after that was Chelsea. Because he said, you know, maybe using her and their, uh, what, you know, basically plan on Chelsea's thoughts of cheating to get a rise out of her to break her out that chair. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just been an interesting time, a timeline of events because, I don't know, I think in the process they did try to stay away from each other when they came together to get that rise out of Chelsea, it brought back old feelings. That kiss happened. Then they turned around and said, this is it. We can't do this anymore. And then the kiss got out. Mm-hmm. And then it became a snowball effect. And of course, Chelsea saw it. Ray saw it. The, the whole world saw it. And it became a whole other storyline. So I, I really do I think there's some dormant feelings there? Yeah, but I actually think that at one particular, you know, throughout time, throughout this timeline, there have been periods where they were like, nah, I'm not fooling with you at this point. Mm -hmm. So my other question is, should it raise an eyebrow to Ray and even Nick that the fact that Adam saved Chelsea, I mean, saved Faith, Said, would that be the same as trying to kill him? I mean, because you would think, how could a person that save a life try to take one at the same time? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but if you if if you're right and you already have this perception of Adam being a crappy person, that doesn't mean that he doesn't care about. Sharon's child a woman that he you know basically loves and and cares for he's gonna uh, he cares about her child too so maybe he's looking at it as he hates me so um you know he's gonna hurt me but he's not gonna hurt Sharon's kid because of how much he he cares about Sharon I don't know that's the only thing I can think of because I mean that, that can happen in real life you hate some. A, a crappy person hates somebody else and they're willing to harm that individual but that doesn't mean that they don't have people that they actually care about and would would try to help um, well the thing is is that they have already I mean you've heard Victoria say this Nick says this Ray even said this in the sister term that they always refer to Adam as being a sociopath sociopaths doesn't have empathy they only look out for themselves Mm -hmm. so in a case of a sociopath with no empathy they claim that he is Mm -hmm. usually they look out for themselves yeah that's true and so it should raise an eyebrow how can a man who we think is a sociopath and only gonna he risk his freedom to save somebody's life if he's the sociopath that you think he is, why would he take a life and save one at the same time? Because sociopaths don't, sociopaths and psychopaths don't do that. <laughs> true. That's they true. look out for their own interest in preserving themselves no matter what. So that's what I'm saying. And that's why Nick is in this limbo. Like, 
you know, I don't know how to feel. Remember Nick was saying, I don't know how to feel about this. Because how is it that he's able to poison someone and try to take uh, whatever if this is the case and at the same time risk his own freedom to save somebody else's life? Because it doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. the only reason that Ray doesn't notice that because he's too blinded by jealousy. I was just in the Facebook groups earlier this morning and somebody brought that up, you know, about Ray and how he's just out of control and all of this type of thing. He's too close to this case. You cannot be objective when you're the victim and you already have a, predisp- a predisposition to hatred toward Adam. You already don't like the dude. You already got feelings of the fact that he kissed your wife. And then at the same time, you're the police officer that's investigating your own possible attempted murder. He's too close. You yeah. need somebody that's, that has no stake in this to look at this thing objectively so they can actually see is Chelsea faking or did Adam actually do this? And that's the crazy thing about all of this. And that's why I like the fact that Nick was like, well, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. That's an oxymoron. How would a sociopath be able to save and kill somebody at the same time? Because it didn't happen. But we know that. But it's just interesting. I mean, what? go ahead. I'll let you have the floor on this one now. No, I already said what I had to say about it. Oh, okay. I I see where you're coming from, too. Yeah, okay. So... Let's talk about and move into the whole breakup of Ray and Sharon. Mm-hmm. Ray is pretty much done. Sharon is like, we can work through this. You know, we can get past this. We've gotten past anything. Ray is like, it's been too many lies. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, do you think, excuse me, Sharon's lies was because of the fact that she really wanted to be with him or the lies is because she knew the reaction of Ray knowing the fact that she was trying to help Adam? Um, I think it was more so the reaction. She mm-hmm. knew the reaction that Ray would have because she was, mm-hmm. again, helping Adam. Yeah. Now, do you think, because I've seen this conversation, because there are some people on the side of the fence where Sharon always going to have love for him. The other side of the fence is Sharon feels indebted to him. So, of course, he saved life of of faith. This is down the second time, because the first time is the whole thing with the tornado. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that when the whole world of D.C., turned against her he was the only one that helped her get the help she needed being bipolar so she feels indebted to him do you think that's more of a case or the fact that she actually just loved this dude I think it's both and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but if you're if you're going to constantly feel indebted to somebody to the point where you're ruining your own relationships to help that individual every time that they're in a bind then you just don't need to be in any more relationships. Because mm. if you're always going to put, you're always putting Adam ahead of whatever man that you're dating, then you're always, you're always going to be in trouble. You're always either going to be a liar because you're lying to that individual that you're dating or 
your your relationships are going to end because you can't stay away from your ex. So it's like, at what point do you stop feeling indebted to him? That's a good question. I mean, when somebody has saved your life and you recognize that and you kind of feel like, you know what, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be here. People tend to do things to go over and beyond to compensate and give back. Mm -hmm. So, and not only did he help save her life, he helped save her daughter's life. So it's a couple things that's going on there. Like you said, and I think I said a little bit earlier, Sharon needs to be by herself Mm -hmm. and figure and sort all this out. Her emotions, she definitely, you can tell that with the whole thing of her being a psychologist, she definitely tries to keep calm. She's not as emotionally reaction Mm -hmm. uh, that she used to give back in the day. So she's definitely playing the role of learning how to control your emotions because Ray is going off the off the rails with his emotions and she's like really calm with him let's talk about this sometimes she get a little frazzled Mm -hmm. but ray is just done and my thing is sharon is always going to have her exes in her corner whether it's nick whether it's jack and even adam she has a history of having her exes come to her aid, her rescue. Whoever gets involved with her also has to realize that her exes are part of her relationship. I can understand Nick because her and Nick are raising, you know, they've got faith mm-hmm. together. There's no need for Adam to to come to her rescue because there's they don't have a connection. So if she's still if she's allowing that to happen and she's mm-hmm. not putting her foot down with it, then that's her fault, and that's that's something that she needs to straighten now, and that's not fair for her to whatever guy she's dating, whether it's Ray or who you know whoever comes after Ray, like that's not fair to have yeah, to put up with your yeah, uh-huh. to, sorry to have to put up with your ex who you you have no children with. There's no reason for you to continue to deal with this individual like. I don't understand why she can't separate the two other than the only thing that explains it is because like you say, either she feels indebted to Adam for the rest of her life because of what Adam has done for her in the past, or she's still in love with Adam. Yeah. Obviously there's some form of a friendship there and that comes with the conversation um, with being friends with your exes, even the ones that you don't have kids with. And, um, do I have a couple of exes that I'm cool with? Yep. But there's boundaries. And that's the thing. Um, when you, you know, I feel you like, got to have boundaries. Yeah. I feel like when you cheat with those exes and it's not fair to the current that you're still, yeah, I mean, that you still have a relationship with that individual. Yeah. The, the, and that's the only, th- go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's what, that's what she's done to Ray in the past with Adam. She cheated on him. And then she kissed him. sleep with him? Um, since her and Ray been together, I don't, all I know is the, since the they've kissing. been to, since they've been together this second time around, no, they did not sleep together. They just had that kiss. But the first time, her and Ray dated. That was the reason they broke up was because she cheated with Adam. So when they had that that scene, that hot scene that I'm talking about, this is uh, back at the fall of nineteen. Her and Ray were together then. Is that the scene that? 
she cheated with him because I'm only remembering them having sex one time because I was hoping that they would do, you know, have another matchup with them again. Mm -hmm. But that was in the fall. So were Ray and her, Ray and Sharon together at that point? Uh, I can't remember. I'm bad with timelines, so I can't remember Mm -hmm. when that happened. I just remember that they broke up because it happened. And I remember this when they decided to be together again the second time around that that was one of the reasons why Ray was hesitant because he was afraid that she wasn't over Adam she wasn't over her feelings for Adam mm-hmm. and he didn't want that to happen again so uh, that's why I'm wondering because I, I didn't think they I didn't think she had sex with um with him I'll have to while they were together I'll have to go this first time they were together yes not this second time though no. Her, okay. her and Ray dated before. You, you don't remember what her and Ray were Because the only before? thing I remember the first time they broke up is when she met him in the hotel and she slept there overnight, but she didn't sleep with him. They didn't sleep together. She just slept there. And he left, meaning Adam. And of course, uh, Ray showed up at the door. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember if her and Ray were together at that point. But Adam and Chelsea were together. Was that Adam and Chelsea? One of the two of them was in a relationship with that with that point. But that was after. Mm-hmm. That was after the first time Ray and Sharon were together. That wasn't what caused Ray and Sharon to break up. That was there was another incident that happened with Sharon and and Adam. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I can't even remember. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't we remember talk- how we came yeah. down this rabbit hole of of that. I I just feel like Sharon just needs to admit to herself that she that she has feelings for Adam or that she just she can't leave. I'm listening. That no, she, go ahead. That was my purse. Oh, or that she can't leave Adam alone. And whatever relationship she gets in next, if it's not with Adam, then she needs to be up front with that person and say, if he needs me, then I'm going to be there for him. And if you can't handle that, then we can't be together. That's the only way to solve that issue. Mm -hmm. She can't lie. She can't lie. Yeah, that's where them boundaries have to come in. Yeah. And, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, honestly, I feel like Adam is kind of wrong for. I don't think. I think it's wrong for him to put Sharon mm. in the middle of his problems. Like, I don't feel like he should have called Sharon and asked for her help. That's not fair. Because well, now now you're mm-hmm. asking her to... And yes, we know that Adam didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But right now, he's wanted. So now you're asking this woman that you care about to get involved in aiding and abetting. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, um, but she had a choice, though. Yeah, That's she did have thing. a choice, but I think it was selfish of him to to make her decide if she was going to help her or not, knowing that she would feel guilty if she didn't. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, once the ball is in your court, and he's because, and that depends on your mental strength. But if the ball is in your court, and you know this is something that you don't want to do. You're not going to do it no matter what influence or somebody try to guilt trip you into. Mm -hmm. She did it because she wanted to. And the thing is, is that with Adam, he 
finally, once he ran, because we also got to talk about that, because he took off. Yeah. Once he ran, when um, Ray came looking at for him at the cottage, because now Sharon has dropped dime on where he was staying. Mm-hmm. Nick now also knows, because he showed up too, mm-hmm. because he wanted to see Ray put the cuffs on him. You know, he was gone. He made it back. That's what I don't understand with the Newman Ranch. Everybody can go on that ranch and don't nobody know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jordan showed up last week. Adam, who's a wanted man right now, shows up on the ranch. And I guess what he paid security not to tell him. I don't know. But mm-hmm. one thing I do agree with the fact that he did say to Victor, Victor should have been the first one that Adam called. I guess I guess the point I the point I'm trying to make is if I'm in trouble, if I'm in legal trouble, I'm not going to put someone that I love in the position of where they have to make a choice to either tell me no they can't help me and then know that that's going to kill them that they can't or that they told me that they can't. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm I'm not going to put them in the position to make them feel guilty about helping me or not helping me because I, I love and I care about that person and I don't want them to have that struggle of if something happens to me it's my it's that individual's fault because I told her no that I won't help her or if they do help me now that person is going to get in trouble if it's found out that they helped because that's somebody that I care about I'm not going to put them in that position and I feel like Adam constantly puts puts the people that he cares about in the position to where they have to make a choice to either um, let him down or get uh, possibly get themselves in legal trouble for helping them that's mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying that's what I mean by that like I think that that's I think that's a selfish act to to, mm-hmm. to put someone in a position to to make that decision or not make the decision to help gotcha and he did so, it with Victor again mm-hmm. I don't care about Victor but you know he did it with his dad and he did it with Sharon Mhm. Yeah. But um yeah, so when Ray <clears throat> Ray decides to walk out and leave, he he goes off to work and um you know, Sharon is pretty much like, "Okay, whatever." You know, so obviously there's a disconnect between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yes, she was like, "Well, don't leave," but it wasn't like she was emotionally distraught because he's breaking up with her mm-hmm. you know so it's a disconnect there honestly like I say do I think Ray should be upset of course he was poisoned mm-hmm. I do think that he needs to have somebody outside of himself to look at this whole case because you're ignoring and the one person who's manipulating you and conning you in your face you're feeling sorry for which is Chelsea mm-hmm you know, and that's what that's what's going to happen when he realizes that, yeah, I was poisoned, but I got conned. And he, one of the things he said, because I think somebody brought up the whole scenario last week to him. Oh, that was Sharon. Sharon says you had objectivity when you realized and you knew Billy wasn't guilty when he was in his situation and, and taking that shot at chance. Yeah. So why can't you be objective now? Oh, I know my gut tells me. Your gut is wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's wrong. 
That's because you're too close. You're too close. And for Paul or the, or the police department, the way that this is set up, to have the actual person investigate this that was the victim, it's, it's just, you about to screw up your whole case. Right. Because if this does go to court, just say they catch up with Adam and take him to court. This could be thrown out with so many improprieties because you were the guy on the case. You were the victim as well. You know, so it's just, and a lot of people are not happy with Ray. I've been reading the comments. <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing any of them. they like, dude, stop. <laughs> You're doing too much. <laughs> no, I haven't really seen any comments. But yeah, he is. He needs to he needs to have a seat, but we all know Paul mm-hmm. isn't the best uh, detective himself, so exactly. he just lets his police department run rampant and do whatever the heck they want to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, that part, okay, we're done with. Did you have anything else on the breakup? Mm, no. No? Okay. So, as Adam is now at the conversation with Victor, Victor is, there's a bonding moment actually between the two of them. Because mm-hmm. look like from day one, before Victor even had a conversation with Adam, he said, oh, he ain't guilty. He ain't do this. He automatically said, nah, nah, he wouldn't do that. And so that's why, you know, I'm honestly, I was like, you know what, if anybody was going to go get help from you, should have went to him first because he definitely would know how to, he had the resources to figure all this out. You know, Sharon is just going to do what you tell her to do because she chose to do it. That's the difference. But um, in regards to Victor, I don't know, I thought it was a bonding moment between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um he stupidly left his glass of a rare uh, bottle of liquor that nobody in the house drink but Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, um, come on, Adam. You're smarter than this. <laughs> you're smarter than that. Like, why would you leave that behind? But then again, you also went back to the ranch, which was stupid. Yeah, that was stupid, too. I mean, Sharon and Ray lives right there. Why? I mean, okay. But, um... Yeah, that conversation was pretty. Did you find it a bonding moment? You, you, like you say, you're not a Victor fan, so I'm not. But I don't mind seeing him and Adam get along. Um, I, I, I like, um, I like when he has moments where he's kind of like, I guess, soft or mm-hmm. he's trying to be a loving father. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was nice to see. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I really thought that was pretty cool. However, speaking of the bottle of wine and glass that he left behind, somebody else sees it, and that's Victoria. Mm-hmm. Victoria decides to confront her father about the fact that, you know, Adam was here, wasn't he? Or mm-hmm. did she tell him? Did she tell him that she just spotted the alcohol? She, I think she spotted the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she didn't tell Victor that she knew. No, because Victor was shocked. Yeah, he was surprised when Ray came back. Exactly. So, what did you think about that whole move? You know, of her uh, doing this. You know, she saw that. She talked about it, I think, to her mom. Because mm-hmm. 
Nikki was like, I don't know nothing about it. And Victoria's like, you don't drink. And your and dad don't even drink this kind of wine. The only person I know who drink this is Adam. Adam was at the house. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? And she was like, no. But I will say Nikki was interestingly calm and very protective of the situation. Did you notice that? Um, She always tries to protect Victor, though. Mm-hmm. So I felt like but that's no, she was... but she normally doesn't try to protect Adam because she'd be like, I can't believe that he had him in the house and didn't tell me. She was like, Oh, it's complicated, and you know, it's just something that you know we really don't. And I'm like, Really, you you taking up for Adam too? I thought that was interesting, and that's why Victoria was looking with her mouth and eyes wide open because mm-hmm. she's like, "Well, wait a minute, you're not mad at the fact that your husband has been lying to you," and she was like, "Well, this is, you know, this is a different situation. This is something that Victor always does, and yes, yeah, she compensates for Victor, mm-hmm. but usually when Adam is in the mix, she's still not going to go against Victor, though, regardless. No, uh, yeah." You know, so I don't know. It's it was an interesting conversation because uh, Nikki got up and walked off, and Victoria was about to say something with her finger up, like, "Well, wait a minute," mm-hmm. and she was looking like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> she thought she was gonna get a rise out of her mother, and it didn't work. Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on that conversation? Um. I mean, Nikki does what she always does when it comes to Victor and somebody accusing him of something, regardless of who mm-hmm. that somebody is. She's mm-hmm. always going to have Victor's back, even if it comes, even when it comes to Adam, if it's something that Victor is doing. And I don't mm-hmm. think that Nikki knew, but I think when Victoria said it to her, she came to the realization that he, because she knows that he's always going to do what he can to protect Adam, that mm-hmm. he probably is doing it. So. I think that was just her way of trying to maybe defuse um, Victoria's feelings about it Mm -hmm. and maybe hoping that she would just drop it. Um, But Mm -hmm. we know that doesn't happen. (laughs) So it was just another case of Victor or Nikki taking up for and covering for Victor. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, it definitely didn't go the way Victoria expected her to respond, though. Yeah. She was left in shock. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which now leads us over to the fact that she decides that, okay, she can't get nowhere with her mom. She's going to call Ray and tip him off. Mm-hmm. Letting him know that um, I kind of got an idea. I don't know for sure, you know, that Adam has been at the house. And without asking all the right questions, Ray just hightailed it out. Yeah. It just ran out of there. It's like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> wait till it comes out that Chelsea was the one behind this. And all of them, including Billy, it's going to look real stupid. Um, so Victor now is approached by Ray. And of course, you know, Ray is like, um, you know, I've been, I know you, you know, have had Adam at the house. Where is he? If you're hiding him, it's aiding and abetting and blah, 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 trying to scare him. And Victor was like, don't come here with them pity any charges. Mm-hmm. I've heard it before. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. What's your thoughts on that? 
Um, Ray again shouldn't even be investigating any of this. So Mm-mm. I don't know what Mm-mm. he thought he was going to gain by going over there by himself with really, you know, no proof or evidence that that Adam was there. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a a bottle of alcohol that is Adam's favorite, but that doesn't really prove anything. Maybe Victor, exactly. maybe Victor wanted to have a taste of it. Or you know what I Who mean? Knows? Who knows? Right. Or oh, he could have had a whole nother guest at the house. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. But yeah, that didn't even. I, I, at what point do people like Paul and Michael and even Ray or anybody else realize that you're not going to make Victor react? Mm, right. Hey, well, how many years do you have to go through this to realize that that don't work with him? <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, because, I mean, Ray was trying to put it, like, fierce, like, you know, that's 80 in a bed, and he's looking at him like, really, dude? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep. That was funny. Um, okay. So, now Adam chooses to take off, because he has this whole back-and-forth dream with both Chelsea and Sharon basically cornering him off saying you was wrong and yeah I think you was wrong too and his mind is just going in these wild circles and he's like you know what guess what I'm going to leave town I'm like oh here we go again oh yeah which I don't think he going nowhere of course not (laughs) which is crazy he ain't going nowhere yeah and and it didn't it didn't really make sense what he um, when he was talking about how he was going to be with Connor, I'm mm-hmm. like, you can't. How are you going to be on the run, but somehow taking your kid to the the farm to raise him there? Yeah, like that's not going to work out. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Especially considering you, know. you and Chelsea are on the outs, and considering the fact that news is everywhere about this whole attempted murder situation. Yeah. So as we saw, which kind of leads us into this next subject, which is being that Chelsea's gone, Chelsea got, I mean, Chloe's gone, Chelsea got the whole house to herself and she's just walking around eating breakfast, doing everything else. And she decides to FaceTime and have a conversation with her, um, with her son. And the headmaster, and the headmaster is like, oh, you, you know, she got a restraining order she's trying to put together. Mm-hmm. And the headmaster, she was like, I know you've been seeing everything in the news about his father. Thank you for keeping. She just got hit. You're talking about uh, a smear campaign. Yeah. Yeah. She's making it that this man can't live his life and go nowhere over a kiss. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts about that? Do you think this one conversation, because there's a part of me that think that one thing is going to, it's going to be the smallest thing that blows Chelsea out the water. And I honestly think it's this conversation with, with, uh, with Connor. Yeah. Cause I was, I'm like, she's being pretty loose and free talking to her kid. Yeah. When everybody else thinks that she can barely move. And, exactly. and she's, you know, just now starting to talk again. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if, and I was thinking while I was watching that, like, I wonder if somehow someone is going to talk to to Connor and Connor is just going to, you know, you know how kids are. 
Mm-hmm. They say the darndest things, yeah. don't they? He's going to talk about how oh, my mom is up out of her chair and moving around and she's she's back to her old self or, you know, something like that. So I don't know. It'll, it's either going to be that um, or now that we feel like um, Ray is maybe a little bit suspicious of Chelsea, maybe he's going to do something to try to catch her walking around or, you know, doing something that no one else thinks that she can do right now. And it's so freaking easy to bust her. And yeah. I know we've been saying this dude for the last couple of weeks and even Facebook, you know, groups, The you know, some of the fans in the group are saying, why don't somebody put a bug in the house? If, yeah. the, if the conversation is, is that she's been faking, why somebody didn't put her, even with Adam, the moment that he saw her, that smile on her face, why the heck you didn't bug the house? Right. Or when, again, like we said last week, when Sharon went back, why wouldn't Sharon set something up? She had plenty of opportunity you. to set up a camera or something in there. Or even, even if it's not the camera, even her voice on audio, because the conversations between her and Chloe yeah. is definitely incriminating. Yeah, for sure. So even if they didn't get visual movement, audio conversation would have definitely it would have been over. Yeah, it blows my mind that that didn't happen. <laughs> now, the only thing I can think of is maybe they didn't show the fans when, like, when um, Sharon went upstairs. Because sometimes they'll just, something will just come out of left field and be like, oh, my God, I didn't know she did that. And they'll show us a scene mm-hmm. or a clip with them planting something after the fact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping maybe that, maybe, I don't know. But at this point, from what we do know, it's like nobody has put, I mean, everybody's been in that house. Nick has been there. Victor's been there. Ray has been there. Um, Adam, of course, has been there and and left. Sharon has been there. With these accusations against Chelsea, nobody's think to kind of bust her. Well, the only way we can prove, because think about it. If they want to prove Adam wrong, Mm -hmm. that would be the easiest way to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if if I'm trying to say you lying, I know you lying and I'm going to prove it, that would be the way to do it. But nobody's thought to do it. Yeah. (laughs) They just go on assumption like, oh, yeah, I know he did it. You don't have proof. Yep. So. Okay, so we finally done with that whole storyline, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, there's one other thing that's out there is Amanda and this court case. Mm-hmm. Um, because she found out that it's connected with Newman Enterprises and she decided to confront Victor and Victor was like, look girl, you better go sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you you playing a dangerous? You know how uh, Victor said you playing a dangerous game. Yeah. Trying to come over here sniffing around my company. That didn't scare her off though. No, it didn't. I'm glad it didn't because Victor always trying to intimidate somebody. Yeah, fear is a, is definitely paralyzing. So people we tend to use that, and he definitely tried to use that with her to get her off his you know off of his uh, radar. Mm-hmm. But um. Do you honestly think that, you know, I've seen Monday's episode and it really goes into depth because there's a meeting between grandpa and mom and her. 
And I just don't like the fact because she actually flexed her legal mind. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, oh, my God, we're going to open up the family floodgates. And I'm like, really? So if I was just some average person, you weren't going to let me in? Now that I've improved that I have this brilliant legal mind, now you want to show me off to the family. What do you think about that? Um, again, I, they, they, they're using her. Of course. They're using her and I, it just, it makes me wonder like after all this is done how are they going to be towards her? Like once the once the court case is over with, like depending on what mm-hmm. happens. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like if it doesn't go um, her grandfather's way they're mm-hmm. not going to want to have anything to do with her. And they're going to kick her to the curb. Yeah, Maybe if she wins, maybe they'll think about I guess making it widely known that she is part of their family. But I feel like even that's a maybe. Like I feel like they're still yeah. going to be hesitant. They're going to be a little nicer to her, but they're going to be hesitant because of the, the dirty family secret or whatever. So I just, I hate that of course, I wanted Amanda to tell her mom no and to mm-hmm. tell her grandfather no, but then we wouldn't really have a storyline if she did that. Right, right. Because they are clearly using her. Yep. Clearly. So, um, what do you think about Devon and Amanda making amends? And did you see them actually kiss on the episode? So, obviously, they got back Yeah, too. it always takes me by surprise when, I, when they show a, a couple, like, physically touching, since we haven't seen it in so long. Right, but, right. Yeah, I was excited. I, I was happy to see that because I want them to, um, I want them to work things out and try again. Yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, oh my god, they because I mean I could see him and Elena because they you know they're in a relationship, but yeah. being that um you know Michelle Morgan and Brighton James actually shared a kiss in that scene, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, they they definitely got vaccinated. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way they would have let them got that close and you know of course have a share a physical kiss unless they you know got you know the shots yeah so something had something had to happen something happened i don't know but more than likely they probably got their cast because obviously we saw the kiss between lily and billy yeah the week last week yeah you know so obviously you know the cast members on the set are getting vaccinated so okay cool so we're now getting back to seen some of these close scenes you know it seems like though that everybody's not vaccinated because i do still see a little standoffishness in space or social distancing with some of the characters so maybe not all of them yeah i wonder so i wonder i really wonder how that works out because it's they can't make any of them get vaccinated you know what i mean right so i wonder if um if you are of the opinion that you don't feel like the vaccine is safe yet, because I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's only been out for what, less than a year. Yeah. It came out in December. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how, how they're handling that. Like do, well, are they going to continue? Like if you don't get vaccinated, then you're going to have to continue this, this the six foot bubble. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Or if there's like maybe some kind of disclaimer that they have to sign to say, yeah, I'm not getting yeah, that... vaccinated, but I know mm-hmm. that I'm risking COVID or 
I'm risking this if I decide that I want to continue with like scenes where people are getting like it, intimate with each other. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. curious about that. Yeah, I'm wondering what the, I mean, I haven't seen anything on either social media or news or you know, in soap news or anything mm-hmm. about um how they're doing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously we can tell that something is happening right. because we've just had two back-to-back kissing scenes in the past couple of weeks. So we do know that Jason Thompson and and um Crystal Khalil obviously must have gotten vaccinated and now Brighton James and Michelle Morgan has gotten vaccinated because these folks have families. Jason has family. Crystal Khalil got kids. Um, Michelle Morgan has a family. So obviously they wouldn't want to intermingle with other cast members and maybe take stuff back home to the families and stuff like that. So obviously there must have been some vaccinations or something. Right. Yeah, so, well, we'll continue to see how close they can, you know, add more people and more intimate scenes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, all right, but anyway, we were talking about Amanda and Devon. It's nice to see them working it out. I'm glad because Amanda has been getting the short end of the stick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was cheated on with a uh, cheated on by Nate with Elena, and then she was cheated on by Devon with Elena, and it's like, oh my god! I know. I yeah, I hated that they that they had that happen to her with by yeah. the same woman, <laughs> by the same person. Yeah. Exactly. That was crazy, you know. So it was nice to uh, you know now see them working things out. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing where they go. Um, let's see. What else? We had Jordan show up this week. Yep. And I'm so glad that, uh, that Faith told her off and put her out. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> should have. Mm-hmm. She should have. And what did you think about the scene at school when Moses told that boy off that was, um, bullying Faith in the hallway? Yeah, I like that. She, it's about time Faith had somebody that's really on her side. Someone her age, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. that's really on her side girl but she tried to play tough girl she was like oh i could have took care of him myself <laughs> yeah i'm like come on faith just come on faith Chill just out. let it just yeah. came off of a a whole situation of how you felt about these bullies right this this man come to your rescue and you're talking about no nah, i could have did that and i'm like girl just say thank exactly. you exactly just say thank just you and move on say thank you <laughs> <laughs> I like how uh, Moses played it though. He was like, "Well, I was mm-hmm. I was trying to save him some grief because I knew you were going to probably go off." On yeah, him exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, so I knew you was going to save him some grief because you was going to tear him up. Yeah. So she was like, "Okay, cool." So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Did we? Is there any other little things that we covered? I mean, we saw Abby. Oh wait, this week what? Um, Tara calling. Yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing that's going to be interesting. So she called, tell him that they had a fight, and she hung up. After I think the fact that Kyle proposed, well, he already proposed, but they decided to go ahead and finalize and go ahead and get married. Of course, Jack. I mean, um, Jack and Phyllis and Nick are like lukewarm to the idea. Mm 
But yeah, Tara calls out of the blue and didn't say what she wanted. But I see a triangle coming. And do you? That's what I'm starting to see. Only because and what annoyed me about it is what was your point in calling Kyle to say mm-hmm. that, but then not to elaborate on why? Like your fir- the first thing out of your mouth should have been whatever you guys were arguing about. Like why? About, right. Why are you calling him? We got in an argument. Wait, I gotta go. Harrison needs me. Like, girl, exactly. Gone somewhere with that. Yeah, I and, and it's interesting how Summer had this so-called dream that you left me for her, and I'm like, where are they going with this? So you did see the preview for next week that um, Ashlyn Locke has a heart attack, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're ending his character or whatever the situation is, but if that's the case, that means that Tara's a free woman. Mm-hmm. And Summer and Kyle is not married yet. Yet. Yeah. So now does that bring Tara to GC along with his child? Because she could, listen, who else used their kids? Victoria trying to use her kids to get back Mm -hmm. with Billy. Who's to say Tara won't be like, well, you get to see your son and spend time with him and we can co-parent him together now. And it's like, hmm. This is something that obviously Summer didn't anticipate. Right. So what's your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, I I think they would only be right for her to allow Kyle to be a part of that kid's life. Of course. If, mm-hmm. if Ashlyn, you know, ends up dying. She's wrong for not doing it in the first place. But I get mm-hmm. why, because she's afraid of her husband. But if mm-hmm. Ashlyn does end up dying, then it would only be right for her to to allow Kyle to be a part of the, the child's life. It's just a matter of how she goes about doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And what I didn't like about the other thing I didn't like about that phone call was like, you basically have told Kyle for the last month to not contact you. You don't want, mm-hmm. you don't want him to have anything to do with this child. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all this other stuff. And now when you get in an argument with your husband, you're called. The first thing you do is call Kyle. But and mm-hmm. then don't elaborate on what exactly you guys argued about. Like exactly, stop playing games. She playing games seriously. Mm-hmm. And Kyle, sh- Kyle should have. I don't. Well, I mean, she hung up on him, so I guess he couldn't have. But mm-hmm. Kyle needs to put his foot down with her, like right now. Like either you want me involved or you don't. And if you don't want me involved, you can't call me when. When you're going through, you know what I mean? When you're going through a hard time with right. Ashley. Like, we're not mm-hmm. playing that game. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, that was an interesting scenario. And I I, I honestly think I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, because if this man does, you know, pass away or whatever from this situation, mm-hmm. um that leaves her free and open and able and the fact that she's now able to freely share her, you know, their son with Kyle. This opens up a whole new realm of things because even though maybe they are not initially attracted to each other, Mm -hmm. this could bring old feelings back. Yeah, maybe they'll form a bond over their son. 
Correct. And this is also going to have um, Summer feeling some kind of way because Kyle is definitely going to be like, but this is my son. And, you know, I didn't have time to bond with him. I missed three years of his life. This is my opportunity, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And, of course, Summer is going to be like, well, I don't want to come in between your son. And then here we go Mm -hmm. with the bonding because more than likely he's going to have to spend time with that or or the way that they're going to set it up possibly is that he's going to spend time with the boy, with Harrison, with Tara, not separately. Right. And he's because he. I was going to say she's from the beginning. Summer has always been supportive of if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. To, to try to get involved in his son's life that she would support that and she uh, honestly she kind of encouraged him to well hopefully she'll stick by that because yeah. people can say things just to show support but when they're in the middle of that situation it's not as easy as you said it was going to be yeah and I hate that they're going to do this because I, I wish yeah. that they would just finally let Kyle they've already gone through enough drama like just right. allow Summer and Kyle to be happy and don't try to bring this situation into it to where now she has to be insecure and question her relationship. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I totally agree with you. So did we cover everything? I believe so. Gotta make sure. And I mean Abby was in there a little bit about the pregnancy. She got to talk to Chance or got a message oh, yeah. from him. You know, and she's so excited. So I'm hoping that, you know, what we discussed last week with bringing Justin Gaston on as her husband, we can bring Chance home while this whole pregnancy thing yeah. is going on. Yeah, they need to straighten that out because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's getting. Oh, by the way, there is some news. So um, I don't know if you guys, I know you probably follow Michelle Morgan on Instagram, do you? I, I don't. But I okay. did hear about the. I think you sent it yeah. to me, actually. Yeah, so Michelle Morgan had to undergo emergency eye surgery. So, and of course, she had to recover from that. So during the time that she was out, Carla Mosley, who played Maya on The Bold and the Beautiful, is going to fill in for her. And a lot of people wasn't happy about that. I understand why. And I didn't understand that either. And they, you know, and it's like, oh, she's too old for him. Meaning, you know, Brighton. And I'm like, how how would you know? I mean, honestly, if depending on how they, I don't know. Do you think, what are your, your thoughts? I don't have a problem with it. Me neither. I think it'll be cool to see her in a different environment. I mean, I know it's yeah, not permanent, knows? but right. I thought she was a good a good pick to fill in. Yeah, because some people were like, oh, why are they doing this? They always leave, taking people out, and folks had to come in and say, Michelle Morgan had to have eye surgery, so she had to, and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not that serious. Don't jump to conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are times, just like anybody that has a job, you take a leave, there's people to fill in and do your work, and then you come back to work when you're healthy again. So it's the same thing here. Yeah, and- this was an emergency situation. It wasn't a, you know. I'm pretty yeah, sure so. they're around the same age. Like, I think she is a little older than him, but I don't think she's that much older. Because I don't think she's 40 yet. And I know he's in his. Who? Um, Who's 40 yet? Carla? I don't think she's 40 yet. Yeah. 
because I, I think okay so carla mosley is 39 yeah and, and then, he's in his, somewhere in his mid-30s michelle let me see I, she has a, a different way of spelling her name um she's 34 michelle morgan michelle morgan is 30 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and brighton T-O-N. Brighton James is 34. So her, him and um, Michelle Morgan is the exact same age. Yeah, so he's not that and much then, younger than yeah. what's her name. They, they making it yeah, sound talking, like... what, five years? Yeah, they making it sound like she about 15, 20 years older than him. <laughs> than them. <laughs> yeah, she, girl, that's crazy. Yeah, she can pull it off. She'll be alright. She can pull it off. You know, everybody needs to chill out. Mm-hmm. There has been more, huh, we and I've seen this on other groups and outside of ours. This whole thing about the girl in the green dress again. We actually had to cut off a couple of posts in the comment sections because they were going out of control again over the girl in the green in the green dress at the grand finale. Oh, I'm like, leave her alone. How come no one says anything about the girl at the coffee house? That's what they were saying. Why is it nobody have an issue with the girl at the coffee house and the guy at society? Yeah. Nobody says anything about that, but they have an issue with the girl in the green dress. She was on there yesterday, and I was like, and I was cringing, not because of what she, I said, here we go with the comments. Yeah. <laughs> I was cringing more of what people was actually going. I'm like, here we go. Because she was definitely on air yesterday when the whole Sally and Phyllis scene happened. Yeah. So, guys, let it let it go. Right. Let it go. The green dress is her uniform. She doesn't talk because she's an extra. She's not one of the main characters. She's also getting paid for being in the background. So, whoever this young lady is, you know, she she she's making a livelihood for a family. Let it go. Yeah. Please. I think this is the third week in this show that we've had to talk about that. No. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, so okay. So I think we're done with the young and the restless. That's the only thing in the other news that I had on the show. I'll give nuggets about the you know, spoilers a little bit later. So let's jump on the bold and the beautiful, unless you had anything else. I don't. Okay. So with the let me see, hold on. Why is it taking me there? Okay, so with bold we have um this week's recap. Take uh close. Okay. So Chief Baker is on screen this week and questioned Thomas about the case. Thomas identified Vinny at the morgue and vowed to make the killer pay. Liam narrowly avoided an encounter with the police. Zoe made amends with Paris and Quinn advocated for Zoe in her relationship with Carter. So we have the whole thing with Liam, Vinny, and and uh, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, the Zoe storyline. Which one you want to take first? Um, let's do the, we'll do yeah, Zoe. Let's do the Zoe. Okay, so my question is, why go through all of the pranks and being mean to her last week if 
now Zoe is like, we're going to be best friends. Now I love my sister. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I didn't either. Like, what was the point? (laughs) What was the point? You know, she didn't poison her, but you broke up her date, made it miserable. Now only to be advocating for Carter. And now you're like, I love my sister. I'm supporting her and her relationship. She's my best friend. I'm like, wait a minute. What week are we on? Right. <laughs> like, that was quick. <laughs> I was expecting, yeah, like, just... another couple of weeks of her trying to sabotage stuff or being mean to, to Paris again. That made zero sense yeah. whatsoever. I did not understand that. But, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, the only thing I can think of is maybe because after she found out the reaction that Zenday had to... to mm-hmm. Um, Paris's little problem with her stomach and seeing that mm-hmm. that basically didn't it didn't move him from you know like oh I don't know if I want to mess with her anymore because she's got mm-hmm. a you know she had issues or whatever embarrassing issues and he mm-hmm. still wanted to hang out with her maybe she was like well I guess if that if that didn't scare him away from her then nothing will so I'm just wasting my time I don't know I mean, honestly, do you think something like that would, would scare away somebody if they had a rumbling stomach? Know, an immature man, I guess. I guess but... so. Must be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that was that was that was kind of stupid and pointless. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me. So I'm like, mm, no. I mean, and for him to say, "Oh yeah, we'll just take a rain check on our date." I would expect anybody to do that. You're not feeling yeah. well. You know, I, I want to make sure you're having a good time. Let's just take a rain check. Nobody is going to be like, oh, my God, your stomach is messed up. I don't ever want to right. see you again. You're gross. You're disgusting. <laughs> you're like, right. you're not five-year-olds. Exactly. And for and the thing is, Quinn helped her put that together. I'm just like, yeah. what? Yeah, we got to talk about that, too, because a lot of other stuff came out with Quinn and Eric's relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, um, now she making amends. Paris is happy, you know, and I'm like, okay, Paris, <laughs> cool. You're a forgiving person because this girl tried to destroy you right. and your relationship. And you don't even know about what she did to your stomach. And she's like, okay, let's, we're cool again. I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. whatever. If that's what you want. But um, what do you think about Quinn advocating for Zoe f- with Carter? Um, I don't, I, it's, I guess, a little odd to me. Like, where did this relationship come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, why do you care so much? I don't, I don't understand. I, I guess maybe she sees a little bit of herself in Zoe because of all the little yeah. sneaky, underhanded, conniving kind of stuff that Zoe has done. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe she wants to help her in that sense, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just a little weird to me. <laughs> it's weird. Exactly. Exactly. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. And the only thing I can think of is that the writers was like, okay, how do we get Quinn into this mix? Because obviously by her talking to Carter about her relationship mm-hmm. is bringing on a new storyline. Yeah. So maybe they felt that 
they could. This is the way because she doesn't have any friends there. Shauna is her only friend, so it's not like she can go and talk to Brooke right. about her relationship with Eric or Katie or any other girlfriends because she doesn't have any. Yeah, that's true. So with her talking to Carter about Zoe, this also was able for her to drop her conversation about Eric because he asked. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, I'd like you. I agree with you. Quinn does see a lot of herself and Zoe because Quinn did a lot of crap. Yeah, and she got she was forgiven, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing that she was trying to tell Carter. Like, look at me. You know, I did some stuff, and you know, I did some stuff, and I was able to be forgiven. Why can't you do this for Zoe as well? You know what? I I wish the way that they would have taken her involvement mm-hmm. in, in that whole thing is instead of instead of her helping Zoe do you know that little prank that she pulled on Paris uh-huh. um, I, I wish they would have had her taken the stance of let's, let's help mend your relationship with your little sister um, right. and and try to steer her towards that direction instead of steering her towards the direction of doing what she did <laughs> I, I right. feel like maybe I would have accepted her like involving herself a little a little more than you know her doing the opposite thing where she was reverting back to the the little sneaky queen pranks and and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's I yeah, like you said, if they were going to um, put her in the mix, why not do it that way? Yeah. And then if they're trying to lead her into this new storyline with her and Eric to, to, through Carter, at least it would have been a little bit more of a smooth transition versus let's prank them. Let's prank Zoe. And then, I mean, not Zoe's, uh, Paris. Let's prank Paris. Mm-hmm. But then now, yeah, you should be friends with your sisters. Because remember, she had a conversation with Zoe saying, you know what? Great. You know, hey, I'm glad you work things out with your sister. I'm like, well, what did you guys do all that right. for? It, it just didn't make sense. And then off of, and it was her encouragement. Like, exactly. Zoe, that wasn't something that Zoe came up with. She, like, actually took that idea to Zoe. <laughs> and it was her husband's herbal supplement. Yeah. So she even gave her the product. Yep. You know, so, yeah, I it just didn't make sense on how they did that. So now it's, now it goes into two different areas because pair of uh, Zoe shows up at the Forrester mansion where both um, Ridge and Eric was there. She said she was there to see Zenday. We never understood why. Cause she said, I, I'm, I'm over. Cause at first I thought she was looking for Quinn. But then when she said, when they said, oh, are you looking for Zenday? And she was like, yeah, but it's not for what you think. But we never got the reason why she was there for Zenday, did we? I don't think so. My assumption no. my assumption is maybe she's trying to enlist him to help her get, well, yeah, maybe. So Zenday and, and um, Carter had a conversation. Paris. Right. Was that before or after she went to the house looking for Zenday? Cause I think that was before. Cause what oh, that okay. conversation that Zoe had was yesterday on Friday. 
So that was before. It was either early Friday episode or late Thursday when Zenday had the conversation with Carter. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe it was um, her trying to enlist Zenday's help to get Carter to forgive her or something. Yeah, we just never got and we just never got any idea why she was there. Was it to talk to him about, like you say, getting Zenday to help get back with Carter? Or was was she trying to say, I'm sorry that this happened? Mm-hmm. I just don't think she should have just waited to talk to him at work. The worst place you could go as Zoe is to come to the Forrester Mansion after both Reed and Erica, Eric knows right. what happened. It just didn't make sense to me to go to his house looking for him. So, and then on the flip side, the conversation between um, Carter and uh, um, Quinn takes a turn because uh, Carter had already saw the interaction at the office between Eric and Quinn, that something was off. Mm Mm-hmm because I think she wanted to go have dinner with him or something and Eric was like oh, I'm yeah, busy or he something. Like, Remember? Yeah, he said he had a, a conference call or something he had to do or a meeting. Right. He just blew her off. Now from the conversation that ended yesterday that that um, Quinn had with, with Carter is if they're not having any sex life right at this point. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. I totally missed yeah, that. Yeah she said yeah, she she mentioned it. She said, you know, we haven't, you know, I, I miss being touched and things like that. And that part oh, we, yeah. I haven't had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's about. Obviously, this is a new storyline that's happening between Eric and, and, and uh, Quinn. But I don't know. Why is he not? What happened? Because she said that once he forgave her, that you know the sex life and everything was great, and then it just fizzled out. I wonder. So I hope that this isn't what's going on. But I saw a couple of people in the group say that they um, think they hope that they're not moving Carter towards Queen. I saw that. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I saw that too. Somebody asked about that, and I'm like, I don't think I, so. Yeah, I would. I don't think so either. I, I hope though that that's not what they're doing. Because if they're not going to put him and Zoe back together, I still, I'm still rooting for him and Donna to. to yeah, because I thought that that's what they were going to do. Me too. You know that after everything just went away with him and Zoe that they was going to move him over to Donna because they made so many reference to her thinking how attractive mm-hmm. he is and, oh my God, he's a great guy, you know, you lucked out yep. and all this type of stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're going to put him with Donna. I don't see them putting her with Quinn. I mean, him with Quinn, I don't see that. Do you see no. that? Me either. She, she'd be too much for Carter, in my opinion, with all the stuff that she does. Yeah, I that's not mm, up his alley. Uh, I just think that you know that I hope, ooh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> because she's talking to him about, and I can see why people, the fans, might be saying this. Because why are you telling him about the fact that you're not getting it from your husband? Yeah, so I can see why folks might think that. Why are you Why are you talking to him? You know about the fact that. 
you know, you and your husband not sleeping together. So the question is why? I mean, I've seen the ED conversation come up. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Wait. ED. That That came up on the show? No, I don't oh, on the page. Saying, well, I'm like, dang, I Eric totally missed has... that. <laughs> no, that Eric might have, oh, you know, okay. ED or something. You know, you know, because the thing is, they tend to like to bring awareness to things. I don't think they would bring awareness to that. Yeah, I don't see that. And say, go and go to the doctor or go get something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but um, and I'm trying to keep it PG, obviously. <laughs> but um. You know, I, that conversation came up. Well, you know, maybe Eric can't do the do no more or whatever, you know, so because hmm. Eric and there is a substantial age difference between Eric and Quinn. It True. is. Yeah. So and of course, she's still I think Rena Sofer is probably just making 50. Is she? If not a couple. Yeah, I think Rena Sofer. Let me see. Rena, Rena Sofer is yeah she's fifty two, okay. and um, what is the guy that oh, y'all gonna kill me? What is his name in real life? Eric, mm. he's not on screen much. Uh, gosh, people probably screaming on the phone. His, I mean, John McCook. I'm trying to John McCook. Yeah. There it is. And John McCook is seventy six. Okay. So yeah, and I mean it happens. You know, it's people get to choose what age and age differences and things like that. But that's a because of the way that the scene is being written. Mm-hmm. There's all types of conversation. There's the, there's the the Carter conversation with Quinn, and there's the ED conversation as well. Uh, so I don't know I guess we'll see you know what the situation actually is or is the fact that Eric is just not feeling Quinn anymore because he's sick and tired of what has happened with our antics yeah that's what I was leaning towards but I I feel like after all the drama they went through a few months ago and then him you know Deciding back to forgive her, makes sense. yeah, that would make yeah. sense for that to pop up again. So maybe the, maybe the ED route is where it might be heading, and his way of of avoiding talking about it is by blowing her off and saying that he's busy doing other things, so he doesn't have to talk about it. Right, have to talk about it, or if she tried to get into a romantic situation, yeah. it wouldn't put pressure on him to perform. You know what yeah. I mean? Who knows? But this also could lead into Quinn cheating on him. The question is, with who? And that brings Carter back to the table because of the conversation you having about what you ain't getting at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's why that all that is circulating out there. Because I was like, how did y'all arrive at that? You know, of of Carter and Quinn. And after seeing yesterday's episode, I'm like, why is she talking to him about that? Yeah, it was a little odd. It was (laughs) odd, exactly. Because I could see her having a conversation with Zoe, about Zoe with him. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, come on, look at what I went through. I did some crazy stuff. I was forgiven. Blah, 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 blah. But then it goes into this whole conversation about 
the lack of satisfaction in the marriage. And I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? And why are you talking to him about that? So, yeah. okay. All right. So are we done with that? Zoe's side? Because there's only other one other storyline. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any more to say about the Zoe thing. Okay, so the other thing is now Thomas identifying Vinny at the morgue, and he was so upset. Mm-hmm. Now, there's people on social media actually saying that he killed them and he faking it, and yeah. they rolled up on him, and he was already dead in the street. And I'm like, that makes no sense. What? That makes no because people they 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 don't want to believe the redemption story of Thomas. That's why, right? Because obviously they're trying to redeem him, right? In the process of it all, they want to, they was like, oh, no, he was already roughed up in the street anyway, blah, 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 blah. And they just, and and Thomas probably did it. There was even a story I think you brought to the light with me is that Steffi did it. And I'm like, (laughs) are you serious right now? Yeah. I mean, people, (laughs) people dislike them so much that they are coming up with some of the most outlandish theories about how Vinny died. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. Thomas did it and he threw him out in the street and Liam just happened to drive over there. He yeah. didn't do that. It was like, come and, on. And where did they get that he was... I, uh, uh, some of the other things that I've seen is that a lot of people are saying he was beat up beforehand. Beat up when? Yeah, I don't get that. Like what They talking about, look at the injuries. He got the injuries because you get hit by a car. Yeah, and his face hit the ground. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, and he had just... And even if... Okay, let's say he did have some scars on his face um, before that happened, before he got hit. Wasn't he just released from jail? Uh, so why, yeah. wouldn't, why wouldn't that reasoning be he got in a fight in jail? Like, what is... How does it automatically jump to Thomas beat him up or they had someone beat him up and push him out in the road? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And then Thomas was with Hope. Yeah. Most of that day talking about stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, when he got the call from the morgue, he He was was with Hope. Hope. So... I, I think people just reaching. They want to create this whole other narrative. They can't believe that. Oh yeah, Thomas is going. Listen, Thomas is going to be whoever the writers want them to be. Right. You know, if they want, they redeem Felon Flow. They gonna redeem Thomas too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think they're gonna put him and Hope together. Yeah. Speaking of Flow, not to mm-hmm. not to jump over to a different. Uh, topic but were you annoyed when she was sitting around with Brooke and Katie and they were talking about Thomas and forgiveness and stuff like that and, and Flo was chiming in with her opinions girl I was sitting back giving her the side <laughs> I'm like Flo I mean I'm like I'm not going to even waste energy on getting mad because it's like what yeah you have no room <laughs> like what are you talking about you can't give no opinion uh, an opinion about anything on this topic because this all started because of you because exactly. of you helping what's his name so how are Dr. you yeah, mm-hmm. so how are you even commenting on you know whether or not hope chooses chose to forgive thomas and whatever else they were talking about that day i was so annoyed and, yeah, that was crazy. And Brooke sitting around listening to her as if this woman wasn't the one 
that sold your freaking grandkids. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the the they can change and put a character any they can shift directions with them. I mean, how do you take somebody that committed fraud, kidnapping, all of the above, and now she is part of the Logan family, even change her name. Right. And can sit in office meetings. She got a job at Forrester and everything. Yeah. So why not give Thomas that as well? If if they're going to turn him into a redeemed storyline, y'all trying to stick him with Vinny's death? Okay. Yeah. And they keep <laughs> dragging out the the um the mistrust that Brooke has for him. Like she yep. she's just completely dropped that mistrust with Flo. Like once exactly once she decided to forgive Flo, that's it. She's forgiven Flo and now they can sit around and even chat about the whole situation without her giving Flo the side eye. But she but they have her um she just keeps dragging it out with Thomas. Like they they are not allowing her character to get past the stuff with Thomas. Exactly. It's it's just it's crazy. Yeah. You know, I can't trust you. You can see it in his eyes, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what can you see in Liam's eyes? He's a cheater. <laughs> right. He's a, a liar. I mean, come on. Because yeah. she advocates for Liam. Yeah, she does. This man has broken her her daughter's heart multiple times. Even almost had another kid with somebody because he slept with this girl. Yep. And you still advocate for them? But then Thomas, who it seems that he's trying to get his life together. Oh, no, I can see it in your eyes. You can't be trusted, blah, 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 blah. Now, it doesn't help Thomas, like we've said in a couple in the past few weeks, him saying, I always have love for hope yeah. and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't help your cause. But you forgive felon flow. Right. So, anywho, uh, let me ask you, speaking about annoyance. Mm-hmm. Were you annoyed the number of days that Bill went yelling? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, how much screaming do you have to do with this man? Yes. Oh, yeah. He, Very annoying. Girl, he yelled two days last week and three days this week. I let five episodes <laughs> in a row of Bill yelling. Yeah. I. It was giving me... Um, anxiety isn't the right word for it, but it was like mm-hmm. I couldn't... I hated watching the scenes because I couldn't mm-hmm. stand like the intense yelling the entire time. Exactly. It was yeah, it was very annoying and frustrating to listen to. It was. And the thing is, Bill expects he has this expectation that Liam is just gonna think the way he does. Right. It, Liam, it, this is killing him. Mm-hmm. If I seen that I was putting my kid through emotional torture and I'm telling them to get over it. I'm like, how do you not see that this is killing this dude? Because Bill is Bill, and he, even though he would probably say that he puts his family first and puts his his kids' needs first, he thinks mm-hmm. about himself. Yeah, and and any kind of emotion outside of um, power and strength and whatever else he feels like a man should be, he doesn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be happening. So Liam shouldn't be feeling the emotions that he's feeling right now. Dang. Now that's a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he is definitely he's a he's a narcissist. Exactly. Yeah. That when you sitting up there and you cannot 
empathize on the emotions that another person is going mm-hmm. through and you expect them to just be cold as you are, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a narcissist. And now look, look I mean, what's happening. Think about, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to say, and now look what's happening. Liam is seeing things because he, you know, he saw Vinny's talking to him. And you know what? Let me tie into this story with Adam because remember I said the whole thing about empathizing and <clears throat> leaving faith on the side of the road in the accident mm-hmm. and whether or not he could do that and you know and they claim him being a sociopath mm-hmm. Bill actually left somebody on the side of the road and didn't care about their well-being their health took his wallets everything and just left him there mm-hmm. dead on the street yeah that's a that's a sociopath yep because they look out for their own self-interest and he did that not only for him but he did that for him because even if Liam wasn't there I still think when Bill hit this man and he was by himself he would do the exact same thing Yeah. so it's just as much as he's saying I'm doing this for you you're going to lose your family and blah 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 Bill did this also for Bill Yeah. because he was in the car yep I agree so Poor Liam, he's seeing the ghost of Vinny, and it's driving him in freaking sane. I, I, you know, I'm like Liam. At what point do you tell your father to kick rocks? Do you just sneak out the house or do something? That's what he's gonna have to do, because Bill otherwise is not going to. Uh, I mean, you already see Bill is basically trying to keep him in there as a prisoner until Liam can get himself together. He didn't. He don't want I mean, him leaving the house. Even Wyatt came over there this week. Yeah. And Wyatt is like, what the heck is going on? And now you lying to him. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, and he's eventually going to have to, he's going to start lying to Hope. Yeah, but did you see when he was trying to talk to Hope, Bill came over and snatched that phone <laughs> yeah, out of his hand? Yes. I'm like, dude, you, you should you should know at this point you gotta leave that house even fake bill out be like you know what i'm oh he left the house because remember he's now at forester this is your opportunity exactly to say you know but you know the thing is thomas is that thomas is on the war path right now so but anywho uh yeah at this point he needs to he he obviously needs to get put some distance between him and his father he needs to figure out how to uh be able well let me ask you how do you think he can do this now because if he come forward now would they still they will still get him from leaving the scene because he's done it already yeah that's what i'm saying he should that idea that he came up with um last week when he said we'll just say that we heard about the hit and run on the news we were on that road at the time and we thought we ran over an animal so we didn't stop but now that we see that someone was hit we're we're coming in to see if we were the ones that, that did been, it that's perfect that's perfect but since there's i don't I, i'm guessing a few days have gone by now yeah like the longer he waits the less that the worse yeah, it gets. the less that mm-hmm. that excuse is going to make sense so I don't, when they do find out what happened, I don't know what excuse that he could possibly come up with to keep him out of jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's because it's too far gone. Mm-hmm. 
and especially if um, Chief Baker does approach them and they continue, just say they talk about, I don't know what to talk about. I didn't know he got hit. I heard about it. And then he come back after the fact. The first thing I'll be like, well, why did you lie? I already asked you this and you didn't tell me the truth. So, yeah, he got, Liam got to figure out something. Mm-hmm. The question is because Bill got rid of everything, it's got to be some type of DNA, something left on the side of the road. Remember, we talked about this last mm-hmm. week. Did, he, did they drop something that they noted they didn't drop that maybe when Bill went back, he really didn't pay attention to that's going to link this to them? Yeah. So there's you know, something that's going to, there's going to be something something's going to break. Him. Yeah. What'd you think about the scene with Charlie sneaking up behind Liam? That old goofy crack. <laughs> <laughs> and Liam's old goofy but sitting there with his hands up in the air. But you see that look that Charlie had on his face when Liam was walking into the office looking crazy. Uh-uh. What do you... Charlie was looking like, what is wrong with him? Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if maybe he's going to maybe somehow, because he has a way of figuring out things. Charlie ain't stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because he bust uh, Thomas, that whole thing. He didn't bust open a lot of situations. Okay, what else do we have? Um, she, did you think that Chief Baker thought that Thomas would is guilty the way he was questioning him? Um, no, I feel like he was just doing the the Chief uh, Baker thing, where yeah, okay. where he's going to question everybody in that way. Like he would probably question Ridge like that or Steffi like that, um, just to see their reaction to it. And mm-hmm. how they respond to try to get a gauge of if he thinks that maybe they're hiding something. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he necessarily believes that it was Thomas that did it. I think he was just trying to see, like, the reaction that he would get from Thomas while he was asking those questions. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And then Vinny, I mean Thomas, making a statement to Hope and. Liam in the office that you know whoever this monster is I'm going to make sure I find him and make him pay you see that put Liam on edge big time yeah and people are so some one of the other things I've seen in the group is people are like um well this is going to put Thomas back over the edge again and he's going to go back to the dark the, basically go back to the dark side after he finds out you know that Liam was the one that hit Vinny and mm-hmm. I'm like I, I really hope that they don't do I that I hope not and I hope they don't do that I hope not so okay alright did we cover everything I believe we did okay so hey okay we're back on live sorry about that guys got a disconnect there technical difficulties Okay, so we were talking about teasers for the upcoming week of um, The Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless. And let me see what I have here. So, because I know one of the things that we did see on um, coming up for The Young and the Restless is the whole thing with Ashlyn Locke. Mm-hmm. Another thing is there's going to be a big conversation with um, Naya and her father and Amanda next week. Okay. Um, let me see. Where is it? 
Oh, yeah. Week of the 19th. Here we go. Okay, so Mariah has to adjust to her new normal. So, um, of course, we know she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I think she went into this thing thinking that everything was going to be, oh, so cute, my belly getting bigger. Well, when you're pregnant, a lot of things come with it. And we'll definitely see that on Monday with her. Elena gets a painful reality check. Victor plays hardball with Billy. Ashlyn Locke is confronted by Jack. Kyle decides to confess. So the only thing I can think of, it must have something to do with that baby. Yeah. Sharon fights to save her marriage. Ashlyn changes her tune. Vicky shares a secret with Nikki. Um, Lola plays matchmaker. With who? Elena? Probably Elena. Um, Jack discovers that Jabot has been targeted. Jack is forced to protect Jabot's reputation. Nikki takes matters into her own hands. Lily and Devon have a difference of opinion. Summer sets the record straight with Tara. Hmm. And then Billy gets the upper hand. Ray sets a trap for Chelsea. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Nikki tells Faith about her own road to recovery. And Amanda receives a harsh warning. And that warning, by the way, just to drop add on to that nugget, is coming mm-hmm. from her sister, Armani. So, oh, oh, Lord. Yes. that's where, And that happens on Monday. So you guys get to see what that is. But go ahead. What you say? We didn't, we didn't talk about Billy and Victoria and the Cyaxory thing and how he, how Victoria ended up with it. Yeah, but she ain't gonna have it for long. <laughs> I so the the only the only uh, thing I have about that situation okay. is Victoria should have just backed off because from the beginning, she always said she was only going after Cyaxory to protect chance con because she knew what her dad was planning to do with it right so if that was the only reason why you were going after it then why even why why even put yourself in the bidding when um they were in the room with ashley she should have just said you know what i'm i'm gonna back off of this mm-hmm. they can have it yeah and she didn't do that nope she didn't she's in knee deep and the thing yeah. is, I'll give you another thing. Billy buys a bouquet of flowers for Victoria. And Lily's oh, not happy about that. And she shouldn't be. Why are you buying her flowers? Exactly. <laughs> and then he's going to wonder why Lily has a problem with him. Like, how much sense does this make, Billy? Yeah, I when I, when I saw what was coming with this whole thing, I'm like, Billy, you're the stupidest man on the planet. Stupid. Extremely stupid. Because he honestly, you know, thinks that, oh, Victoria is not going to take it anyway. I'm, you know, I'm just showing and, I, and I'm happy that she was able to get Cyaxeries. Yeah, okay. And Lily is like, dude, you don't give your ex flowers and think that there's nothing that's going to come from that. Right. So, anywho, but I don't want to dive too deep in that because I want you guys um, that's listening to kind of look out for that on Monday. All right. Okay. Did you have anything else with that? Because we did miss that whole thing with Victoria. And... No, that was the only thing I, I wanted okay. to say about it. Okay. That was it. 
All right, so I got some teasers for Bold. Um, okay. Eric and Quinn feel disconnected. Quinn makes an impassioned plea. Hope questions Liam about his strange behavior. Bill worries that he will have to keep a constant tab on Liam to prevent him from doing something stupid. Liam receives a welcome request from Hope. Oh, God. Bill feels the pressure when Lieutenant Baker interrupts a moment between him and Katie. So that's all I got for that. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah, so... I don't know. I look like it's just, I don't see the big, I'm curious on the Quinn and Eric storyline and, you know, maybe we'll get some more insight on what's really going on with those two. Yeah. And then this whole thing with Bill keeping tabs on Liam, I mean, now you making your work that much harder because you got this dude that's a loose cannon. I mean, right. You can't even have this. You you're not going to be around Liam twenty four seven. I mean, you would technically have to, like you say, hold him hostage. You know, yeah. to keep an eye on what he say, what he do, what you know, whatever. Right. Now, Bill is a Bill is a uh, clearly a, a a great businessman. Mm-hmm. He's a billionaire, but when it comes to situ- social situations and situations like this. He is an idiot. He's an idiot. He does the dumbest, makes the stupidest decisions. <laughs> yep. I mean, it just does not make any sense. It's like, really, dude? You panic. I mean, and the thing is, all they had to do was call the cops and say, I hit a man. Yeah. The road was dark. He had on dark clothes. He, we didn't, I didn't see him. We didn't see him coming. He yeah, just I mean, walked down the no street. There's no track record or history that you even stalked this man to even say, oh yeah, I was trying to hunt him down because I really wanted him dead. Right. He ain't even his kid. So it's not right. like he kept his <laughs> child from him. The kid belonged to Finn. If anybody would have been pissed, it should have been Finn. Yeah, well that's the other thing that people that I've seen in the group is people saying that Finn, Finn was the one that pushed him out on the road. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I'm like y'all trying, y'all are trying so hard for either for it to either have been Steffi and Thomas or for it to have been Steffi's new man Finn because you, you just don't want to see Steffi happy. Or you just trying to be a big Liam fan. Liam is not the golden yeah. boy. This boy has done, even though he's you know the tofu guy and you know all of this. This dude has had a lot. He's of- the worst. Yes, he has caused a lot of pain. Yeah, you know, but everybody wants to make him the golden boy. So. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. and Thomas and Steffi and anybody on the Forrester side is just yeah, it's y'all fault. It's always right. your fault. So anywho, but um, now let's do our flip the script segment. Mm-hmm. And so for those again, um, as I said at the top of the show. What we do if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish could be different, this is the opportunity to flip the script. So, yeah. what do you have for this week? Um, my my flip for Y and R is that scene with Phyllis and Summer. Um, I, I kind of I already talked about it a little mm-hmm. earlier, but I wish Summer would not have uh would not have backed down when Phyllis was like, well, Sally broke up with 
or um, Jack broke up with Sally. So are you going to thank me now? I wish that Summer would have continued to hold her mom accountable for all the meddling that she did and all the, the problems that she caused because she couldn't mind her business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then my B&B flip was just a, a, a simple one. It was a small, that one small scene with Brooke and Flo. I wish Brooke would have put her in her place and would have told her, like, I'm not discussing this situation with you because you were involved in it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, you're not going to sit here and talk about this as if you didn't have the biggest role of why this even happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that they're making, that they're allowing Flo to feel comfortable enough that she can have that conversation with them. Gotcha. Okay. So, my flip the script on The Young and the Restless would have been, and it was on my mind, oh, when Ray and Sharon was going back and forth and he's all in this emotional mess, you know, we're done, we're done, we're done. I would have would have wanted Sharon to say, okay, you know what? I agree with you. We should be done. We don't need to continue this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you're not, you're going to feel the way that you're going to feel. We're on the other side of this. I can't make you see anything differently. Let's be done. Just let them be over. I'm, you know, because I'm honestly, I know we talked about this earlier and Sharon's feelings and this, you know, her being um, felt indebtedness and all this kind of stuff. She needs to be by herself right now to figure all this out. So, Ray, you want to get gone? Okay, cool. Let's just part ways. You stick around if, you know, if you want to support Faith during this whole case. But other than that, uh, yeah, be done. Right. Um, on bold, when Zoe was trying to say, you know, telling Paris, I support you, blah, blah, blah. Instead of Paris being like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad we're sisters again. I would have wanted some explanation and say, okay, why the change of heart now? Why, what made you now support me? And now you want to be my friend because at one point you wanted me out of LA. You wanted me out of the company. You tried to get me in trouble. You know, you weren't happy about my date, you know, even though she don't know about the herbal supplement thing. But mm-hmm. why do you want us to to fix, you know, why are you supporting me? And, you know, we're, you want us to be good sisters again at this point. Give me some explanation so I have something to think about. Yeah. You know, so that would have been my flip to script, so... It was a pretty interesting week. I'm looking forward to the week of April 19th through the 23rd. Um, We probably, and I need to mention this to you because my birthday is next Saturday, the 24th. Mm -hmm. So I will be back in town on the 25th. So would Sunday be okay with you? Um. think I think that might be okay okay um I don't think I have anything planned next Sunday I'm horrible at remembering my plans but I I'm I think that should be fine okay cool 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 because um yeah I should be you know like Sunday afternoon or something like that yeah if anything changes I'll let you know yeah okay and if anything yeah because th- that's Friday and Saturday yeah I'll yeah well, I'll be down in the city so um yeah, it was a pretty good week. Um, we will do our show next week. It'll just be a little bit of altering of the schedule. But so look out for the podcast probably to be posted on Sunday. 
afternoonish instead mm-hmm. of Saturday because I usually try to post the um, you know the episodes out as soon as we're done on Saturdays. So look out for it, Dan. I just want to give everybody a heads up. So other than that, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? I do not. Okay. All right. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I appreciate all of you guys from all over the globe. And um glad that you all are continuing to support us now for a little over a year. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm seeing the responses on Facebook of people liking and hearting the the podcast. So I really appreciate your support on that platform as well. So we're getting some folks over from the Facebook pages too. So um, again, thank you so much. And you guys enjoy your weekend and we will talk to you next week. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.